What's up everyone, I'm Shaki Malik and you're listening to the Who Dropped the Popcorn podcast. Joining us tonight is Dave McHugh. Yeah, that was totally ninja. Andy Newlands. Heroes in a half shell. Total power! <laughs> and all the way from the somewhat north of England, Kyle Hammond. Tomagoriato, Mr. Roboto. <laughs> Here's your warning, we'll be going into heavy spoilers, so if you haven't seen the film, we thoroughly recommend you watch it before listening to this. Here's another warning. We are going to intentionally give some hot, spicy takes on this beloved movie. So please don't take it personally if our opinion offends you. Dave has chosen 2013's Ninja 2 Shadow of a Tear, written by David N. White and directed by Isaac Florentine. The film stars the legendary Scott Adkins, who plays Casey, a master of martial arts, who seeks revenge on those that have murdered his pregnant wife. So usually I say that the premise is simple, but tonight is going to be different, as we're going to be switching up for this episode. This all came about when I found out that Andy has a strong dislike towards this movie. So instead of a mild-mannered discussion, the gloves are out, and we're going to stage a formal debate on this movie. So here's Kyle with the announcements. In the blue corner, with his trainers, Joel and Ethan Cohen, fighting for this movie. A Scott Atkins fanboy and part-time stalker, the fighting pride of St. John's via Crystal Palace, London, weighing in it, I guess, 240 pounds. It's Dave, the devastating turntable slave, McHugh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is going on here? And in the red corner, with his trainer, James yes. Mangold, fighting Ooh. against this movie, <laughs> oh. the misery guts of this podcast, Weighing in, I guess, 168 pounds, all the way from the dangerous hoods of St. Peter, Andy, <laughs> John Wayne Newlands. <laughs> the fighters are ready. The fans are ready. My copyright infringement free announcement is ready. Let's get ready to mumble. I don't want boxing name to be Misery Gux Newlands. <laughs> John Wayne, it's, it's John Andy Wayne, John Wayne Newlands. Yeah. John Wayne is fantastic. What's the best joke in the podcast? <laughs> So here's the rules. The debate will be split into three rounds. The first round is discussing the story. The second round is discussing is talking <laughs> about the acting. And yeah, the third, won't take long. Third, <laughs> the third is about the action. So Kyle has mixed opinions on this film. So he's going to be the judge and we'll decide at the end of each round who won between Andy and Dave. And it's up to you both to turn his opinion to yours. Goodness me. <laughs> I'm going to be the referee and will invigilate the debate. I don't want biting, pulling of hair, or kicking in the bollocks. If I hear Dave say the words, I just can't explain it, he'll automatically <laughs> lose the round. Yeah. Same goes for Andy. You can't just shorthand an opinion by saying it's so shit. Oh, uh, yeah, fair enough. It is well shit, though. Right, firstly, both Dave and Andy will do a recap of the film separately. So, Dave... It's your turn first. Over to you. Wow. Okay, so this is the first time I've ever done this. But I really, really love this film. So it opens with a kind of black and white documentary thing, which may look a tiny bit corny, but it is pretty cool as it has the ninjas in it. Then it's got the training montage where we get to see Scott Casey's amazing skills. He's fighting his wife. Then he makes a funny joke about his marriage. Okay, so it's really, really nice. Sets the tone. And then... Um, I'm so what, bored already. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Okay, what no, are you listen. Dicks laughing at? As the, as, Don't interrupt. As the referee, I won't interrupt. I won't Andy, interrupt. you cannot interrupt. All right. Mm, okay. But for the record, it's already dull. <laughs> okay, yeah. Then these two punks try to rob him. He fucks them up. Shows he could have killed them, which is cool. Anytime you hold a knife to a dude's throat, it's like, I could have killed you, but I'm not. And he lets him go. And then and then his wife is at home and they're in bed together and she's like craving seaweed and chocolate. He goes out <sighs> to get it. He forgets his God. wallet. And then he comes back <laughs> to find his wife is dead. Yeah, I know. First time I've ever seen that in a film as well. Amazing. 
<laughs> so, you, can tell, you can tell they're newly married, can't you? Because she's like, I want chocolate. Okay, I'll go to the shop. <laughs> you know, after five years. No, get fucked. Are you fucking mental? <laughs> okay, okay. That's about 30 minutes of the film, viewers, this conversation about chocolate. It's not. I'll get to that later. Look, I, I'm so sorry Meryl Street wasn't available for the role. But <laughs> All right, listen. So am I, All right, so Dave, am I, mate. Dave, so am I. Right, Dave. Dave, I'm what? giving you one minute, 30 seconds remaining to, okay. to finish talking about this film. Come on, quick. Are you going to cut that Meryl Street joke out? Because I've been no, thinking no, about no, it all no, day. No, just just okay. <laughs> I really like that joke. I'll, I'll say it a few more times just to make sure. Okay. One minute, well, cool. one minute, 15. Come on. Okay. So, so at the funeral, he meets this guy and you're not really too sure who he is. Casey speaks of his doubts of it being a robbery. Then he goes into crazy Burmese drug. Then the kind of Japanese boss looks like a badass. I like how he kills everyone. He just doesn't care. If someone fucks with him, he kills everyone. And then Casey rolls up to the dojo in Thailand, fucks them all up, ends up in a fight with a guy. Um, 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 um. It transpires. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no, you did no, a great job here, Dave, honestly. Great job. All right, look, Staff, Staff you put me under pressure there, and I, I kind of lost track. Can I can I start fresh? No. This is this is the fight, mate. You bottled it. Oh no 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 no! I didn't know you there was a time it. limit. I was on it. You got twenty six right seconds. Come on, quick. So it, it, it transpires that the amulet they they thought they'd stole wasn't actually there and it had been planted. Oh, um, God. Then yeah, it's great. Wait, wait, nine it's so seconds. Memorable. Eight seconds. <laughs> Lucas offers to take the fruit. Three, then he goes into two, the jungle. He kills one, the a bad guy. Go. Then he finds out he's been betrayed. Right. And he kills the guy that betrayed okay. him as well. Okay, okay done, cool. done. Sorry. Done, done. Oh, my God. Is that really why I'm allowed? I didn't know there was a time limit. That's, song, that's but... all... Well, you would have gone on for about half an hour. If, I don't uh, remember anything about fruit or an amulet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not okay. really an amulet, I guess. <laughs> okay, right. Andy, it's your turn next. I'll give you one yeah. minute 30 starting from oh, I need 20 seconds, mate. Right, so there's this guy... <laughs> film starts and you're like this is going to be amazing and then like 10 seconds in it's oh it's another white guy who's the best ninja in the world and i'm like oh brilliant this is good and then it's basically a 20 minute documentary of a relationship <laughs> where they're in the bed and she's like can i have some seaweed can i have some chocolate and then he goes to the news agents and it's like this is what i did tonight why am i this is film's meant to be entertaining it's just fucking highlighting the absolute <laughs> shitness of relationships so then he's like oh i forgot my wallet oh no oh my god like and he goes back and yeah she's dead blah 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 and then it's just a revenge film and he does stupid things like he's meant to be the world's best ninja and like these people are following him so he hides on a bike rack but then he doesn't like hide there for two minutes he hides there for two seconds so then he jumps down and then the villains see him there's a fight there are some good fight scenes in this. It's great, but overall, <laughs> it's a shit movie. The acting's <laughs> shit. The story's shit. But everything well, about this movie is shit. Apart from you've already done that, Jake. Dave. So it's apart know, from some good fight scenes. Um, yeah, you know, a few twists, but honestly, I reckon the four of us could go out with my iPhone and make a better <laughs> action movie than this. It is. I don't think I could kick high. It's absolutely appalling. All the way through, I was just thinking, I wish I was watching The Raid. I wish I was watching Extraction. It just made me appreciate better films. You wish you were watching Eastern Condors. (laughs) Anything. Honestly, I actually, at one point, well, that's it. Done. My time's up. But don't watch this movie. Don't waste your time. (laughs) It's a bad movie with some good fight scenes. That's it. Okay, right. Fantastic. Uh, okay, so let's go to the first round. The first round is on story. So, Dave, you have the challenge to convince Kyle, as he drinks his beer, that this the story is good. So, Dave, go ahead. How long have I got? No, you don't have any. No, no, no. You, oh, now that's very generous go. of you. Oh, thank, thank you. Now can go on as like as long as you like. Go on. You got to convince okay. Kyle that it's a, it's a good story. It's a freaking awesome story because he's set up. He is set up to kill a badass yakuza boss by his someone he thinks is his friend, who is also a badass kind of drug dealer. So, admittedly, I'd have said if the film had finished. I, at the point where he killed the accuser boss, I'd have been like, all right, that's that's a pretty decent film. But the setup is so badass. And the way they frame those kids and all of it with the amulet and stuff, it's just so he finds it on them or the, his wife's gift he was going to give his wife. It, it's so good. 
it's such a great story. And he goes in, he finds them, he gets in fights with drug dealers, he gets those police officers to come and try and kill him and stuff. It is so badass. And it does feel like it's by the book, by the numbers, but it's revealed that it's not. So I think the story is fucking well good. So, you know, you said the, the setup is really good. Why didn't Kane or Nakabara, is the character's name, why didn't he just do it himself? Why didn't he just kill the rival drug? Because he didn't want to expose himself, because no one knows he's actually a drug dealer. He, he's not like a guru. He, but he, he, but he runs a school of ninjas. So yeah. they could have just assassinated him. Because he's not white. Yeah. But he'd have to he'd have to tell them, and they'd be like, "Why are we going to go assassinate another, ri- it's well, another white we- man dominating no. another country's spiritual?" Oh, you idiot. <laughs> Maybe if you guys had actually watched the film and concentrated, you understand. He didn't want to expose himself. He can't just go, "Oh, I, tonight's training is I, going I mean, to be honest, kill a I'd drug lord." Him. Don't interrupt me! Rather, Don't interrupt I'd me! Rather, Don't you dare interrupt me! I'd rather, he, he, I'd rather you not expose himself to his class. Thanks. <laughs> Dave, sorry, Dave, continue, go on. Go on. <laughs> sorry, Dave, go on, continue. He says he doesn't want to expose himself. He is not like a Goro. He doesn't, he is not sorry. one of these people that... <laughs> Isn't Goro from Mortal Kombat? So the, more yeah. you say, the more you say expose himself, the more I'm going to laugh. <laughs> he doesn't want to reveal that he's a criminal. He's not a known criminal. So if he says to his class, oh, by the way, today's class is... We're going to go and kill a drug dealer and all the henchmen. The class will be like, why are we doing that? Oh, no reason. I just thought it would be a fun way to train. No, they'll go, oh, I bet you're a drug dealer as well. So that's why you're doing it. Oh, fucking dicks. <laughs> okay, so Andy, your counterpoint. Yeah, so I, I actually agree. I think it, it is a good story. It's just so poorly executed on the screen. So when, when you, if I was like reading it, on a script i would think oh this could be cool but it's every moment of this film is so cringeworthy like slow motion uh, fucking attacking oh here comes the cobra moment here we go and then that's really cool it's not cool it is why is that cool give me a reason why that is cool then chopping a cobra's head off with a samurai sword is a fucking cool thing to do have you ever done it no because you're not cool I think it's a cheese fest, like absolute cheese fest, absolute cheese fest, and like even even how the, how how it ends, he's like just on that Japanese bridge, and he sort of puts his coat on and then puts his sunglasses on. Oh, and Matrix, sort of, Matrix, 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 uh, looking cool to me, mate. It's cheese fest. I I I do. I will agree. It is a good story, but I just think it's so poorly executed because the acting. Let's it down so I'm badly. sorry, Mel Street fair, wasn't available. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Sticking to the story. Sticking okay, to so the story. Sticking to the story. Yeah. To be fair to Scott Adkins, so I left this movie like, okay, he's clearly a very, very talented fighter, martial arts, blah, 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 blah. But unfortunately, he, I don't think he had a lot to work with here with the script. He couldn't really go anywhere with this. So the fight scene's superb. It's the American accent. It's not his fault. It's the American accent. It, it just sort of yeah, takes and, away. And the American stop, accent don't bring, bring up the American. We're not. We're not at that part yet. So let's talk. Let's go back to the story. So yeah, I don't really honestly. Well, I don't then, really well then we both agree the story's great. We both agree the story's great. Well, the story the story is great, but as it's poorly executed, and I'm I'm not like when I'm watching this. You can have the best story in the world, but if it's poorly executed, then it's bullshit. And that's one of the reasons I think this film's bullshit. When you say poorly executed, you mean in the yeah. fact that the acting wasn't convincing in order to execute that story? Yeah, and it just felt like I'd seen this movie in other guises a hundred thousand times. It didn't really feel original to me. So yeah, yeah, you could say it was cool, this is badass, blah, 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 blah. But it just... It's a bit boring. I've seen it all before. Like, and I left thinking, God, if I was in like year six at school and the teacher was like, all right, guys, over half term, I'd like you to write a ninja movie. I'd probably come up with this. There's nothing groundbreaking in here at all. Like this, this should have just been five clips on YouTube of awesome fight scenes, like, like that rope-a-dope thing you were showing me. But the rest of it is just padding for that. It's just padded together to see these fight scenes that that in the end just 
like you're so bored by the story because you're just getting like oh that was cool that was a cool fight scene and then you've got 20 minutes of some like <laughs> insanely poor actress talking about how hungry she is for seaweed <laughs> and chocolate that literally I mean, only lasts fuck? doesn't that only last for like two minutes yeah it? but it yeah, feels man. like it's going on and on and on and on it's just and like and, th- and then like and then he's like oh by the way i'm just gonna go to jewelry shop for 20 minutes and like i'm gonna buy the happy pendant and then oh happy pendant happy pendant and it's like oh fuck pendant. off really just get to pendant. the fight that's the word i was looking for it is a pendant isn't it yeah what did you nice. call it you got an yeah. amulet an ambulance, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Got an ambulance. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I thought you said ambulance as well. I was like, "What's talking about?" I did. Yeah. I just, I just think the story, like when they wrote it, 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 it could have been awesome, but it, it was just awesome. Wasn't. It was awesome. It is awesome. No. It's amazing. awesome. The raid is awesome. Dread is awesome. The Matrix is awesome. So yeah. So actually, that's a very good point. So Andy, give me an example of action yeah. movies or martial art movies where the story is good as opposed to this right so i'm i'm really really sorry and we might have to edit this but i don't know that much about like martial arts films and stuff so okay, all, action, all films, I, action films all, action I, films, all yeah. I was thinking was the dread movie extraction which i saw the matrix i'm a simpleton i just like these things but at no point during those films am i Am I literally thinking, fucking hell, this is the worst acting. Like I had to pause this this movie seven or eight times because I couldn't take it. I would just say that the 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 it felt like the story was skewed in to make it possible to have the fight scenes on the screen. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. Like there are a lot of kung fu films that aren't particularly amazing stories or particularly amazing acting but not all of them not all of them i feel sometimes that yeah i guess because of my insane insane love for kung fu that i can ignore the story and the acting for the kung fu well i don't want i don't want to come across at all on this podcast like i'm slagging him off because he is clearly a very very talented fighter yeah he's the but he's fighter first actor second and i think these days i've seen so many actors who have been able to learn fighting not to this standard granted but i'm i i enjoyed seeing that because i need if i'm watching a film i don't want to cringe i, I just want to be immersed into this film i found it very hard to be immersed into this film because it was so poorly acted i think Shaffer yeah. might have a lot to say about the uh actors learning stuff because what you see is not often them which is when you get all these cuts and stuff that nobody's really a fan of that is a fair point that is a fair point it's not chris evans doing all that shit when he's captain america and it's not whatever no but i'm not thinking that as a viewer i'm just thinking fucking hell this is quality this is quality in this film i was just thinking fucking hell i want this to end scott atkins tasted to the max more than any well this is a this is an outrageous statement book scott atkins tasted to the max more than any western guy has ever done and I'm, I, I will put that out there. I don't think that's really that um, spicy. You saying that? I think no, no one, no one like these guys in Hong Kong and stuff. They when they finish filming, they go home like they've had a fight. They will feel like they've had a fight. And Scott Atkins gets thrown over that desk. He gets kicked. He is like Jackie Chan. He he is such a fan. He is such a fan. He just he is willing to go to that length that the other Western actors, frankly, aren't. And he. He is the man. He really is the absolute man. And I, I love him. I absolutely love him. I, I absolutely love this guy. And when he talks in his own accent, it's so good. Yeah, those viewers that don't know that um, Scott Adkins has a, his own YouTube channel. I think I mentioned it on this podcast before. He has his own YouTube channel called The Art of Action, where he interviews fellow actors and stunt coordinators and stuntmen and all that stuff. But I, one point he made is that regarding like comparing himself to an athlete, let's say like a, a boxer or, or or an MMA fighter, he says that those guys, they basically, when they fight, that's like that's like 12 rounds. So it's like maximum an hour, like an hour's workout. But when he's doing, when he's ma- making a film, he's there practically day and night doing like a fight. So he's, he's basically... It's like it's exhausting because you know he's just ba- just imagine having to sort of do all those moves for hours and hours on end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we we've gone off topic about that story. So yeah, anything? Else? Okay. So but let's 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 finish the discussion on the story. So Kyle, who has won that first round on the discussion on the story? Well, firstly, I'll give my opinion, but then I'll give my decision, ignoring no, my no opinion. No one asked for your opinion. 
Well, this doesn't sound like an impartial ref. <laughs> no, no, no. I just said I'll give my opinion, ignoring my own opinion. So I didn't think the story was great, to be honest. Um, I watched Ninja One, and I thought Ninja One had a way better story. Although Ninja, Ninja One was yeah inferior in the action and the acting. Um, I thought it had a better story. Yeah, I, I, I did like the twist, but the rest I was just like, yeah, fr- do you want to talk about fridging, Shafi? Yeah, so basically, um, so fridging is basically... The... It's when you suck the cum out of another man's ass and hold it in your mouth <laughs> and go outside you. in the cold. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. so sorry. Dave loses the whole thing. Just for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm deducting five points from you, Dave, just for that. Um, okay, so fridging is basically, it's in order to progress the story or in order, order to sort of ignite the story, basically someone's loved one basically the the woman the female character whether it be a girlfriend or you know some sort of spouse is murdered and it's just sort of like a it's like a trait that well it seems to be in most Scott Adkins films but it's kind of uh, it's, yeah. it, it's not really it's kind of done a death now isn't it people are aware of yeah, it, it exactly. doesn't happen as such now do you know where that yeah. came from though Shafi isn't that about the uh wasn't there a comic about someone being cut up into a fridge or something. Uh, being was, cut into was, a fridge. Was, I think it was Green Lantern, was it? I think maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. He found his he found his wife in the fridge, and it's been called fridging since then. Yeah, but yeah, it's just a very dated kind of thing. Um, I'm probably I'm probably gonna like change the mood here. Oh no! <laughs> I know, but what what I remember so <laughs> this is gonna completely kind of change the change the mood. But I remember when. Lizzie was diagnosed with cancer and gosh, I, gosh. <laughs> sorry. And then, uh, and then I kind of, I was a bit very sort of moody and, you know, listening to sort of ambient music, you know, um, yeah. like in, in my, in my ears. And then as I was going through every oh, sort wasn't of mood. Right, this is the most Shafi's ever opened up. So let's not <laughs> cut him off. Oh, mate. I know. I'm sorry. I'm only 35 years, man. I've, Ricky Gervais over it. <laughs> Shafi's just laughing his ass off. That's kind of weird. I'm freaking out. I've been waiting about saying, two years for Shafi to say anything emotional. This is no, why he anyway, doesn't open but... up because that's that's the wrong yeah. response, Shafi. Your emotional pulse. Well, you're the ones aren't you're the ones aren't helping with with the, anyway. I'm trying to help you. I'm asking with every the ears day. Joke. You want to go for a walk down St. Catherine's <laughs> The last time Shafi said anything emotional was his wedding, where he says, "I know it's against tradition, but I love my wife." Honestly, <laughs> people stood up and left. They're like, "This is not traditional. I'm leaving." New Year's Night got up and went straight back to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then Shafi does like, where I must have you been, been drinking as um... well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, back to um... Shafi's misery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So back to my misery. But I remember. So, so <laughs> as I was sort of listening to all this sort of soundtrack music, I was looking at every sort of type of film, and everything had everything had the plot of a wife dying i was like that's oh the only God. way like uh, yeah i was like that's the only way like that, that seems like a trope now you know in order for like a male character to sort of emote or anything like that is about kind of like a dead one i was thinking i was listening to the soundtrack of the gray and that the twist at the end yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. solaris that the wife commit suicide in that i uh, like it was like I, I was like listen going through it going oh my god um so okay so anyway so let's start round two on that bombshell oh, no, no no i didn't i didn't give a winner oh yeah I? you didn't decide yeah yeah go on go on, go on. yeah so, so ignoring yeah. my opinion i i thought oh, it's really close because i thought i was decided but at the end they both did one liners that i agreed with but just it's dave yeah! Oh, wow. I mean, to be oh, honest, said, Andy yeah. didn't do a really good job because he kept on going, Yeah, I actually agree with you, Dave. So. Well, yeah, that was it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I, can't, I can't slag off the story, but I will slag off the film. Okay. Oh, so, fair play. Right. Okay, so, right. So, round two. Congratulations, about... Dave. Thank <laughs> okay. you. Thank you. Round round two is about the uh, acting. So we'll give it to the uh, because so, there is no right, denying so how shit it is. Let's. Oh, sorry, Meryl Street wasn't available. <laughs> but, you know, I don't do you know get what? why Kyle laughs each time. That's what I don't get. <laughs> that's the joke. Now is that's why it's funny. Look, I tell you what. 
let's not even discuss it. Okay, yeah, Newlands wins this round. <laughs> no, no. That's rubbish podcasting if you just say, oh, let's not discuss it. If we think about some of the greatest films of all time, so you've got um, yep. you've got Death Becomes Anything Her, with- Out of Africa, <laughs> Sophie's Choice, Mamma Mia, The Devil Wears Prada, The Iron Lady, you know, films like that. Jesus, really strong Carl, it took you ages to realise who we were talking about. Fucking <laughs> up. Don't forget the Deer but Hunter, the- you massive fellow. <laughs> Sorry, I won't. Or Into the Woods. Um, Sophie's these Choice. These are films. Yeah. Th- these are films River where Wild. you can go, yeah, absolutely, <clears> the prom. I can go all day, mate. Babylon, let them all talk. 2020. Holy shit. This is by far, and this is this is my big big statement on this. And I, I'm so I'm so sorry. Like I'm, I've this is mental because normally this podcast is full of laughs and stuff. And I, my role tonight, unfortunately, is a very negative one. But this is by far, and I think you'd be fucking far pushed to try and find a film with worse acting in than than this one. I can't out of all the films we've watched. So let's say we've watched like twelve films on this podcast or 15 or whatever it is i don't think it's like 20 now act, is it 20 i don't think the quality of the acting has come up once i don't I, they've all been acted like like if i think of films like jalak 2 or the wailing like that fucking hell that is so good in terms of acting and then you compare it to this shit <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable like it's um unbe- just think about that little girl in the wailing like how good she was yeah, then she compare was it good. to the wife in this film <laughs> right oh sorry i don't really no, have to say anything more fucking hell there's a tiny part like they were all better Mika than Hiji. they were all better than patrick bateman's mate in ford versus ferrari <laughs> now that's the worst acting we've had that so the for the Absolutely. for the viewers, uh, he is referring to Josh Lucas. Uh, yeah, who yeah. was on the dole for twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the Hulk. Nope, that was Eric Banner. Um, anyway, uh, look, I, I can't, gosh, I would be some. I'd have a career as a professional lawyer if I could somehow win this argument for the acting in this film. I will say yes, the acting wasn't the best and i guess i'm just such a fan of of how good the fights were that i can see past the acting because it doesn't really matter it just doesn't really matter to me like but i think scott atkins is a good actor the rest aren't but scott atkins is a good actor but the fights are just so good it doesn't matter that's the thing though so like for for someone like so obviously i'm not you know it's it's i've got to articulate this correctly so obviously i'm you know, just a geezer. So I like watching fights like this on the screen. You know, you can't not be entertained by it. Yeah, 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 no. And obviously you're a massive, you know, you're a massive, massive fan of it. But just for your... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But when you're just an average geezer, these fights on their own don't... It doesn't bring the film over to... Oh, "Oh my God, you've got to see this film because of these five scenes. Because you're just bored. Like, yeah, no, honestly, believe it or not, I can see it. It's like, for Shafi and I, I think we we our love for kung fu cinema is just so off the chain that we can forgive certain things. Whereas I don't think you or Kyle share that love for kung fu cinema. So for me, I'm just watching this, going, "Wow, this is really really impressive." But- I'll just I'll just say to sort of support D- uh, Dave's argument is that um, that I think there's a difference between an actor who can deliver a line. And an actor who actually just can hold a screen really well. So, for instance, and then I think a lot of the martial arts like icons, it wasn't really about how they could deliver a line. It's really about how good they their presence seems on on the screen. So that's why you know Bruce Lee is Bruce Lee. It's you know it's the you know it's why Arnold Schwarzenegger is Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's you know Arnold Schwarzenegger. Possibly some of the light. I mean, he he a lot he a lot of people used to take the piss out of Arnold Schwarzenegger regarding his acting ability. I mean, it was a whole character in The Simpsons, wasn't it? Wolfgang, um, what's his name? Wolfgang. But if you watch yeah, that Rainier last Wolf twenty Castle. minutes, yeah. if you watch that the last twenty minutes of Predator, he doesn't say a single line. But for me, that is like incredible acting. You know, yes, it is. Um, and, and I think regarding this film, I think both. Scott and Kane like 
are, can really hold a screen. You know, they can. You know, the screen. The the camera loves them. You know, um, and we love watching them. But that, uh, that's yeah. sort of my my point regarding well, that. Like I, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger will was was taking the Mickey out, but it has finally been appreciated. Like if you watch all of Predator, I think the start of Predator, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger shows his acting ability when it's like I can't tell. It's the best he's ever looked. Like he looks amazing, and he his he's the way he's just he never blinks. He just looks terrified when Arnold Schwarzenegger looks terrified. It's so, yeah. so good. And Sylvester Stallone is an absolutely fantastic actor as well. And it, it's just, it's weird. Like these people are taking the piss out of because of snooty people. And I think you're braver if you say, I think Arnold is a great actor. And I would. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger is a great actor. Okay. What's the third round? Third round. I've not um, decided yet. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, mate. I'm sorry. So, no. so Andy and Dave, have you got anything yeah. else to say about the acting? I'm sorry, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking always falls for it. Kyle always falls for it. I, don't I swear, I swear, Dave, you should just have Kyle follow you around in life. Like, just because he seems to laugh at all your jokes, like, voluntarily. I don't see him all the time like you guys do, do I? you're not bored of me like yeah whatever so yeah no one no one else has anything to say about the acting or and please don't say dave i just on recollection i can just think of so many characters where i was like oh my god no there's not there's everyone when the cops come into his apartment and that is fucking awesome that is so awesome when the cops come into his apartment that is fucking so good actually reminded me a little bit of the opening sequence to uh, Precinct 13, District 13. Oh, District 13. District yeah, B13. Yeah. Oh, my God. He actually looks like the guy as well. It was fucking incredible. So, Kyle, what did you think of that round? Who? Uh, well, do you want to say your opinion of <laughs> no, the acting? My, my, no, my opinion, I agree with my <laughs> no. choice. So, it's uh, yeah, the acting is not good. So, yeah, okay. Andy wins. So Andy wins that round. Yeah. Yes, yes. An easy <laughs> win, though. An easy win. An easy win. Okay, so the third round, third and final round. Holy is, shit, what's this? Is the action. So, oh, um, so, so I go first. You know, yeah, yeah, I think you should go first, Andy, because um, you've got the tougher job here. So Okay, so fair fucking play, okay? So I don't know what I'm talking about, but... The action in this is fucking quality. I have to give it that. I do have to give it that. So I don't know what the hell's happened on this podcast, but it seems for the last four weeks, all we've been talking about is martial art films and fighting. (laughs) And as a result of that, I've started... Blame Dave because he ended up choosing a film where we already covered most of the subjects but there yeah you know. which made this episode very hard to do so well done for formulating a strategy exactly yeah that's why that's the that's the only way that's I why could. you're the host with the most, <laughs> the, the host with the most. So, so anyway so go, go on andy sorry continue so yeah so fair play so i have been watching you know the things on youtube like you told me to watch the rope of dope and all that and obviously oh, that mate. sent me down to links of other fight scenes to see so i don't think it would be fair to this movie or to Scott Adkins or to all the people involved to slag the fighting off because it doesn't warrant it. It is, it is very, very good. And even to somebody with an untrained eye, such as I, I did really enjoy it. So that's, that's the only bit of this movie that I enjoyed because as I say, the story is shit. All the stuff that goes on outside of the fighting is shit. It's just filler and padding for these awesome scenes that probably, if you stitch them together, last about 25 minutes or so. The rest is bollocks. But that's not what I'm being asked, so I've got to answer truthfully. The fighting is quality. There's no such thing as an untrained eye when it comes to enjoying Kung Fu fighting and stuff. It's just Shafi and I might have watched thousands of hours of it, but it doesn't mean that that's what it is. It's like Shafi's point on musicals and dance. It, it just makes you happy, and if it makes you happy then this film delivered and it fuck me this but, but i think delivered. there are some there are some people who who just sort of watch a martial arts anything martial arts and their sort of brain switches off they don't want to oh good yeah no, i think i'm wrong there's good dancing 
and there's bad dancing and there's good kung fu and there's bad kung fu. No, yeah. no, it's, I don't think it's regardless, oh. regardless of kung fu, good martial arts or not. But I, you know, I'm pretty sure, uh, Andy, sorry to drop you in it, but I'm pretty sure Jen didn't enjoy the raid. Is that right? Or should I remember? Yeah, she yeah, said something like, like that type of fight. Like, yeah. like, don't get yeah. me wrong, like, I, I, you know, personally, and I'm probably wrong, but I didn't feel there needed to be that many fight scenes in this film, which is, at its basic level, maybe a stupid thing to say, but I was getting a bit like, oh, okay, another fight, another fight, and you watch and you watch it. I'm not as excited, and I'm not thinking, oh, my God, this is badass, this is quality, this is cool all the way through, but I appreciate that I could spend the next 20 fucking years trying to do what these people are doing and not be able to put it off. So I just don't feel I can slag it off, but I wasn't massively entertained. And for me, wow. watching a film, I need the whole point for me to watch a film is to enjoy myself, switch off, relax, and be entertained. Oh, sorry, Hugh Jackman wasn't available. So, d- <laughs> Dave, a- Andy's not doing a very good job of defending his corner. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do your job because I actually, um, I'll, I'll sort of support you by saying that. Hold on, hold on, Shuffy, you're getting cancelled on Twitter, mate. If you, uh, if you carry on, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, so sorry, action Twitter, don't at me. Well, if you want to at me, you can. But uh, I'll, yeah. Anyway, but I think, um, I think. I mean, I know I'm very much against the grain here, but like, I, I don't, I think one thing is that I, I was thinking about this the other day regarding, you know, like action films and sort of martial arts films, and stuff like that. I prefer it when your hero is semi losing a fight. It could go either way, either kind of whether you kind of watch it thinking there's a chance he might lose this fight. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Lose, I agree. I agree. Scott, Scott Atkins' character, you know, Casey, he's just 100% untouchable. Yeah. And I think that's sort of what made... I mean, I was talking about Taken the other week. It makes it feel like it's going in a straight line rather than, you know... And But then again, I mean, there are some action films where... I mean, look, I actually... A film that I've found myself re-watching are the Equalizer films. <laughs> like, But, like, in Denzel Washington, Niadi gets a scratch on him. Like, he's no, he does Big, like, muscly, tanky guys are fighting. And he literally just, like, has to breathe. And they just yeah. die. But, He's literally but, less less scratches than Roger Moore on him. Honestly, it's insane, isn't it? It's it great, is but it's so yeah. satisfying though. I don't know why. If when it's Denzel Washington, it's so it's so much more entertaining. But I don't know. I think regarding this, uh, you know. So for instance, if we compare any of these fights to the pub fight in uh, Avengement, that felt. It felt like he, he well, well. There's a film called Avengement, which Scott Scott Adkins was in. And just, just, just quickly, this, this Andy, fight, I yeah. think you will really like that film. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I think you'd way prefer Avengement to this film. Yeah, you prefer um, his accent. The thing is, is that with that fight, he's getting hit a lot of the time. He's getting, you know, and it's, it's quite funny. Out, yeah. It's quite, it's quite, it's quite funny, and um, and it, I, I think that's the thing. I think the, and that's why I like. That's why I love. You know, the, my favorite martial arts I love to see on screen is someone like Jackie Chan because he's getting like hit and you <laughs> see his face react. He's like, oh, wow, yeah, wow, yeah. you know, that, you know, and, the and that's what, yeah, yeah, Kate to the boys, like, oh, you know, and that's the thing. You, it makes you, you're on the same level as him. And, and I think, I, I also, like you said that, Shaf, because yeah. it's really yeah. like what you're saying there was my, one of my biggest problems with this and the fight scenes. It's, it's just very predictable. Every scene is predictable. Yeah, you don't feel like when Scott Atkins is in a fight in any in any of his fight scenes in the film, there doesn't really seem a sense of danger. I guess. I think the final fight that was pretty heavy, but yeah, I guess yeah, no, you, that is a good point. My like my favorites, like Young Master and Drunken Master, like Jackie Chan was close to being killed in those fights towards the end. He literally got his ass kicked by older masters, and it is just so beautifully entertaining. So, yeah, that's a very good point. Very good point. Thanks, Shaft. Sorry, I fucked it up. <laughs> no, Am I allowed to take what you've said into consideration, Shaft? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because no, it's, no, it's, no. Still a get, it's still on one side of the yeah, thing. It's just you, an, you're not, your, you're yeah. not deciding on Andy or Dave. You're, you're, you're deciding on for or against. So you no, know. No, no, um, no. Wait, what's this? <laughs> oh, someone's Dave's panicking a bit because he mm. thinks he's going to lose. <laughs> I guess. So Dave, try and convince us that uh, I'm wrong. It's so good. It's so badass. It's so good. So beautiful. I just can't explain it. Because it's lightning fast. It is lightning fast, this film. And I love it. 
And that's one of the best bar scenes I've ever seen. There's been a lot of bar fights in cinema, and that is one of the best. And as Andy was saying, like, it didn't even need to be in it. He just coincidentally gets a fight in this pub. But uh, it, it is high octane. It is fast-paced. And if anyone on Scott Adkins podcast, they would have fucking loved that fight in that pub because that is off the chain. It is lightning fast. And he fucks them up because these are just run-of-the-mill guys and he fucks them all up. So I don't mind a film where somebody is a ninja who is above everyone and he just fucks them all up. I found it thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable because he's the man. I think Uma Thurman in the Kill Bill movies was better. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, going, going back to my point in, 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 you know, regarding Kill Bill is that... Honestly. She, she gets um, her... I keep on forgetting what the name of that weapon is, but she gets that chain around her neck by that schoolgirl, and you literally mm. you're feeling like, oh my god, you're oh like my god, like yeah, that because oh, that's actually and similar to to this film. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The barbed yeah, yeah. wire instead. That girl's in Battle Royale, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 She's like in two of the best films I've made. <laughs> yeah, so you de- so let to finish because we're kind of cl- closing to the end of the debate. Andy, you said yeah. on a direct message to me on WhatsApp, you said. This is the worst movie we've discussed in the podcast. By far, mate. You still find it So worse than Blood Simple. Yeah, because at least Blood Simple is a is a well put together <laughs> film. I might not have enjoyed it, but it, at least it's a film. <laughs> Jalica Two. That's a movie. The Wailing. That's a movie. The fucking vampire that walks alone at night with a skateboard. That's a fucking movie. <laughs> Kyle's one with Jonah Hill. That's a fucking movie. This. The funny thing oh. is. This is probably the highest rated film that we've watched on Rotten Tomatoes. I doubt there's another film that has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes out of these. I'm not saying that means anything. Is this but that's why the head's examined. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I think, I doubt any other film has. It's not. It is 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Look it up, mate. Look it up. Are you looking at the audience? Uh, oh, I don't know. Not. Don't start this. No, hold again. on. Five reviews. <laughs> don't you start this bloody nonsense. My my mum says it's the one hundred percent. So five reviews. Yeah, tomato meter one hundred percent. Five reviews. Five. <laughs> I want yeah, this podcast five. to go back to the days where we were watching fucking films like Buckaroo Bonsai, traveling through time with a pineapple and stuff like. I don't those were movies. Interesting, interesting deep movies, and now we're watching Scott Adkins and his dead wife who's never been to an acting <laughs> school who's hungry for seaweed and chocolate oh, fucking jesus sorry Mel was available i mean jesus <laughs> oh kyle didn't fall for it this time <sighs> he broke kyle he broke kyle <laughs> even that week where kyle made us watch i don't know how many minutes like 518 minutes of doom <laughs> yeah, exactly. even that was better than this like no it wasn't this is a great film what's wrong it's not you? a great film Look, Sometimes with, action film, films, sometimes with action films, you have to just sit through it and enjoy the action. The action <laughs> in this film is amazing. That's this not is, a very good argument, is it? Sometimes you just have to sit through this film. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's, I hadn't realised that. I'll go back and watch it again. It's just like a porno. I'm sorry. Sometimes an action film is just a like porno a porno. shit! Nobody sits down and goes, I'm going to watch this porno for fucking two hours. I mean, no, you get in, you yeah, do please, ten minutes, and you fuck off. Please, That's what should have done with this movie. Dave, Dave, please don't pick porn film for the next choice, please. Don't. <laughs> Dangerous times. <laughs> or Bound. Chops and Cocks for... Look, the Avengers this is great. <laughs> oh, look, this is a great film. It is a great fucking film. It is a good oh, that's it, story. That's it, it's a good story. The acting's okay. He fucking fights with the ninja is not gear. Okay, mate. He, he digs up the ninja gear from like World War Two, and and it's no. Well, he digs he, a he hole. looks the part. Yeah. he looks the part. He looks the part. He, he's cool. He doesn't oh. look the part. He is. He's a white guy called Casey. Oh, he's, he's got it's a really nice tan. He's got a really really nice tan. Oh, it's not yeah, cold have a more white like <laughs> fucking. His Casey, his Zach, Casey. his Jennifer, his Screech. Ridiculous. That, yeah, that's Being... what that's what this film should have been called. A white guy called Casey. White guy called Casey oh, beats up some brown people. It's outrageous. It's nope. outrageous. My animar is um right next to Bangladesh. Just want to say that, point that out. Anyway. Yeah. Shout out to Bangladesh. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody else seen Ninja One then? No. Have you not seen I will never ever watch it. I think I preferred Ninja One. I'm against the grain here, but 
I think I preferred Ninja One to Ninja Two. What's well, easy because that's interesting, isn't it? Because loads loads of people think like Ninja Two is a significant improvement. Improvement. It's a better story. There's, there's really really good villain in Number One, and the wife is like the main character in Number One as well. So when she died, I was like, oh shit. You spent the whole film oh, yeah. saving her, and now she's dead. Well, that's there. You go. That's a proper like. It's still that way. She literally goes, oh, "Wake up! Are you awake?" So he wakes up, and he's like, "All right, wake me up. What do you want?" And then she's like, "Oh, it's all right. Go back to sleep." <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like, are you insane? You just woke him up. I, like, I'm quite. I, to be honest, I'm try, still trying to get over the shock. So you're saying that the female character is actually a main character in the first one. That's basically that's basically what happens at the beginning of Austin Powers too. Like she, like, uh, do what was it? Liz Hurley ends up being uh, a fembot, and uh, and then he's like, "I'm single, baby." Now that that is a film right there. So yes, number one, um, he's a he's an orph. His mom and dad were, um, were Okinawa uh, base. As like soldiers and stuff, so and they died. So he got taken in as an orphan by this dojo. It's very much a bit like Spectre. So the dojo is run by a guy, and his son wants to take over, but the adopted son wants to take over as well. So these two guys, Scott Atkins and some a Japanese guy, fight to become leader of the dojo. But the, he's a badass. The guy, like way better than the guys in this, probably a badass in Ninja One. But yeah, the the leader of the dojo's daughter is who ends up being Scott Atkins' wife. And she's like one of the main characters. And they, yeah, they fucking kill her off like straight away. Wow. There you go. Blimey. That's crazy. Well, That's just, get ready yeah, for me. my next selections, guys, because pretty much all going to be Scott Atkins movies. Yeah. The Undisputed films are amazing. So I, think, I, I mean, I, it's sort of odd, the fact that the same director and the same... Well, it's not odd, but I way prefer the Undisputed films to this Ninja film. Like, the, the un, Undisputed films, there's like such a sense of fun about it like yeah it, sort of, it likes to it sort of likes to take the piss out of itself a bit and it just like it but it's fun and but still there's stakes as well and there's there's also a sense of danger in every fight oh, fuck you know yeah. <clears throat> so you know i think i i don't know i feel like it's interesting so i mean i guess this we'll, uh, we'll let um kyle kind of decide the round and which means we'll end up deciding the winner but looking at the comments we got we got a huge response really to the to this film um we got loads of comments about this film and practically everyone's bowled over by this film the deck collector is such a good film yeah like, i love the deck collector film. that is so that, is, that is an 80s buddy movie that will that is up there with any any 80s buddy movie it is so good yeah. and, the, uh, yeah. and the second deck collector too um Kyle, is, Kyle, is you, fucking you'd brilliant like as well films. Kyle, honestly, please watch the deck collector. It is They're both so on funny. It is so funny. I've I said to Shafi, I'm really bored of action movies now because we've just done so many. And I was looking at my watch list for like, the last month, and since Eastern Condors, I watched like, Ip, Ip Man and Kung Fu Hustle, and I'm just like, I need a break from kicking and punching. Yeah, well done, Dave. You just put put Kyle off. Well, uh, I think arts and I think you'll film, find that so. my choice has gotten more comments from normal humans than anyone so i'm kind of winning so dave could you give a closing statement for kyle the jury what i would say is if you spoke to uh, the old kung fu dudes of the past every single one of them would really dig this film okay that's okay. quite sure uh okay and andy what is your closing statement to the jury that is kyle Good film should contain fresh story, interesting character development, be enjoyable, <laughs> touch your soul in places. This film just touches nothing apart from the fucking rubbish bin that the fucking box that the little VHS tape comes in. It should just be shitted out straight you into the You watched it on VHS? Don't bother. It's fucking bollocks, mate. You should watch The Wailing, Jalika 2. Jonah Hill film that Kyle did. These are the films you should watch. If you haven't listened to any of our other episodes, go back and listen to them all because there are some great, great films that we've reviewed. This isn't one of them. <laughs> okay, so now it comes to Kyle's deciding vote. This is the third round. So just to recap, Dave won the first round regarding story. Andy won the second round regarding acting. So this is the deciding vote. Who is going to win 
the for and against argument for Ninja Shadow of Atia. Kyle, over to you. Oh man, I I thought the action was pr- like pretty decent. It's my opinion first, and then I'll ignore that, and then I'll not annoyingly Shafi's helped Andy out, but uh, I thought the action was good. There was a bit, it's a bit repetitive though, like spin kick, dislocate a bloke's elbow. Yeah, that's every, every kind of fight seemed to have the same bits. I thought yep. uh, I thought Avengement was a, the the fights in Avengement were a lot better. That was more kind of gritty rather than kung fu. That was more pub fucking each other up. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You got a big body of work to compare this to. But yeah, I mean, there were some good fights. The the fight against the the lieutenant the is that Tim Man. Uh, that was a great fight. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, the the final fight was great as well. The fight against Goro was, as I said, was a disappointment. Yeah, everyone's forgetting about the fight where he's in the hotel room and all the cops descend on him. That is so good. But it feels like it's going to end. And he takes the gun out of that guy's hand, drop kick. Oh, it's fucking awesome. Man. See, when I was watching that, so I, good, I don't was remember thinking, yeah. I wish I was watching, because the same scene happens in Extraction. And Extraction does it so much, so better. Wow. Honestly, I will watch Extraction now. Is that the Chris Hemsworth one? Yeah. 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 Hmm. Blimey. All right, I will. I will watch that. I'm not sure you'll like it, Dave. I, I liked it, but I'm How not sure you'll like it. How can a guy from Home and Away be better than Scott Atkins? I just don't get it. He's what, too busy. Scott Atkins, like... the, guy from, the guy from EastEnders? Yeah, at least he's from the streets. Shafi, did you like um, Extraction? That's why I was doing the thumbs down. I didn't see it. Is that because uh, all the Bangladeshi guys die? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much the white saviour. Yeah, Is there yeah, any yeah. music in this film either? What, like, I don't even remember like the soundtrack like matching well or being good. No, or, like, I don't I remember. Don't. Like in that vampire film, the fucking music in the oh, sporting yeah, stuff. But this amazing. film didn't have anything. Like, yeah, just it just lacked. I don't know. It was just lacking everywhere. Uh, but yeah, my choice. I'm going to give it to Andy for this one. What? Whoa! Sorry, Dave. Oh, my money. God. Yeah, I believe. Wow. That is us cancelled on Twitter as well now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. That's a, that's a turn for the books. Nah, it's, overall, it's my fault. I, I thought I'd really like this film and I just at the end of it, I was just kind of like, meh. meh. Yeah. yeah, that's oh. the problem with this film. No. It's an M-E-H film. Meh. So I watched, I watched Ninja 1. I watched Ninja 1 and thought, uh, apparently Ninja 2 is a load better. Watch Ninja Two, uh, yeah. Dave. I, t- I tell you what, though, because like a lot of the like people, my Twitter friends, I guess, like they. <laughs> oh, you're so popular. They lo- they love this film. Like they. So then, when the film finished, I was like, "Did I watch a different film to them?" I was like, "Did like, I watch a different yes, film to yes. Dave?" I was like, "Maybe I should just rewatch it," but I didn't really have time to rewatch it. But I, I was just like, too. "Really? Like that was the film everyone was talking about?" Had you not yes. seen it then before Dave announced it? No, 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 I hadn't. No, no. Oh, he never slags off films. This is amazing. Well, I'm not slagging it off. I, I oh, kind of felt track, like there was something wrong. Shappy is a legend. Shappy is so a listen, legend. No, no, no. I kept on thinking, like, oh, may- maybe I was just in a bad mood or something. Like, I just, it just but I was just like, I just wasn't that engaged. And, you know, and I think, I think the, I pointed out why that it just felt like it moved in a very, straight line and didn't really there wasn't really like a sense of fun about it it was just it was like you know and i mean oh God, like, yeah, there's been... no jokes there's no jokes in this one, that's for sure but then like but then again like the yeah. raid isn't like a oh i'm sorry richard pryor wasn't available as he as he's ansari like comes out the moment. <laughs> Why are you finding me, man? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Christopher Nolan wasn't available for the fucking score on Andy's. I didn't even notice the music. <laughs> Why would Christopher <laughs> Nolan be? Do you not mean Hans Zimmer? Sorry, sorry, Brian May wasn't. Sorry, Brian May wasn't available <laughs> to do the music. <laughs> um, okay, so wow, that's interesting. I mean, okay, so basically, so Andy is the winner. If I was there, I'd like lift up your arm. So, uh, congratulations, Andy. Commiserations to Dave. But, Dave, something that will make you feel better is that most of Twitter agree with you. So, I'll read out their comments. And, Dave, you've won a box set of Meryl Streep's best fucking films (laughs) on its way to St. John's. So, congratulations. Andy, you kind of went, you went a bit easy on Dave. I thought you were going to go really fucking... Yeah, man. You know, I, you, I think your your rant about Blood Simple was way more. Um, 
You still won though. You still won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still won though. So anyway, okay. Yeah. So anyway, let's start, let's start with these comments on Twitter. So at uh, Andy Gorham, um, really good guy. Uh, it's one of the best pure action martial arts movies of the last ten of the last fifteen years. Everything that was missed in the first is fixed, and some of the best fight scenes of Atkins career to date. Must watch. Okay. Um, and then our good friend Michael Scott, who I guess you know we're talking to we're talking about someone who is one of the biggest, or probably the biggest Scott Atkins fan ever, because he's doing a Scott Atkins fan podcast. But he says um, it's uh, it's one of the best ever, man. Not my favorite Atkins, but might be the movie that utilizes his skill set better than any other. Plus, the legend of Tim Mann starts here, and Kane Kasugi rules. I mean, at friggin' rocks, what more can you say? Tim um, Mann is the general, isn't he? The, the, sorry, the lieutenant that he fights before but he, he fights But also, he, he, he choreographed all the fights as well. Okay. And basically is like long-term collaborator with Scott, Scott Adkins on like all of his sort of action direction and choreography. So, At uh, Brad Curran, sorry if I mispronounced your surname but um it says best ninja movie of all time in my book wow Fuck um, and our our the the fifth member of of our group uh lindsay wilkins says um oh, from memory <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah lindsay says from memory a lot of people get kicked in the face it's just pure action and doesn't stop moving it's great damn right what a legend aaron so at Kickass, Lindsay, Vargas. can I, if you're listening to this, can I just like it, the bit where he goes to the news agents for 20 minutes? I felt it did stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, his, his wife stopped moving when she when he got back. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh, wow. Lindsay, if you're listening, feel free to kick Newlands in the face next time he's in. Enjoy. <laughs> That's some dark humour, Shaffer. <laughs> so, she doesn't exist, mate, so it's fine. So anyway, so um <laughs> Aaron at Kiss Asvarg Kiss Asvargas, he's a he's a really good stunt stunt star in the making if you go to his twitter handle he has all these amazing um videos oh, of what? him sort of um practicing different martial arts so he says um let's just say florentine is a real fucking deal when it comes to martial arts filmmaking um and who's florentine look uh, isaac florentine the director oh okay yeah. <laughs> um so Chris Barreras, um, another really cool guy on like the action Twitter sphere, he said that um, top five Adkins and his fight with Tim Mann is one of the best of his career. Top ten martial arts films ever. Wow, wow, wow. Top ten martial arts films ever. But there you go. That's it. Well, there you go. Thanks, Chris. You, you um, disagree. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's someone's opinion someone yeah. might it's a different it's like you know what flavor do you like what flavor of ice cream do you like an old guy chats about movies at jm16541 says um great fight scenes but suffers from an abundance of melodrama there you go mm. i really like um, that yeah i wish i said that he is moping isn't he oh i've got to beat up these guys because uh he has yeah, the thing he doesn't really change his facial expression yeah. that much but there you go that's why i Avengement is so good, actually, isn't it? Because he's kind of like, fucking come on then. I just love it. <laughs> fucking come Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, right, so um, our good friend Scott Wiley from the Action Addicts podcast, as a former Black Ninja Ranger who played an American, now playing a Ninja Master, fighting against a British man playing the American Ninja. A man <laughs> who has a busted knee, a damaged back, and a crippled leg performing choreography backwards, still looking flawless. Fucking, yeah. Yeah, man. he fucked his back up, didn't he, during filming? Tastes for Max, like no other Western star ever has. Uh, at JMJ Action Flicks says, uh, in my opinion, it's best described as a glorious, hyperkinetic 80s canon film on steroids. Uh, at Clark Parkhurst says, I love the action in this film, but struggle with the decision to send Adkins Casey down a very dark personal path. His character does yep, things great. in this film that seems at odds with the hero we encountered in the original. A bold choice, nonetheless. Yeah, well said. Uh, so at the Cinema Drunkie, 
good guy, Rob. He said, um, one of the very best action movies and my favorite action movie of the past decade. Wow. Fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck my ass. This is incredible. <laughs> so I think as Shafi's been cancelled on Action Twitter, Dave should <laughs> yeah, probably, take yeah, over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah if, if Dave could actually figure out how to use fucking Twitter. But anyway, so... Um, and I, I can think never the last what order one... it's going in. That's why I never get the jokes. I always read the in the wrong order. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> to get to the other side, why did the chicken cross the road? <laughs> <laughs> it is, that's why. And, I'm, I'm, and like the wrong, I'm reading which celebrity has been posted in it after the fact. No, I just, it's so complicated. I can't, I just don't get it. Um, at uh, Carlos74k uh, says, great course correction after the, for me, disappointing first film. Embraces the nutrients of its core concept. Love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I think that's it. So thank you very much for yeah, thank you getting everyone. in touch with us. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Wow. Thank you. But yeah, a big response. So um, yeah, Dave, you're not alone. So don't feel bad that you lost uh, this contest. So there you go. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't even lose it, to be honest. Um, I, I don't care what anyone thinks. It is fucking awesome this film and it is awesome and whatever you want to do if you just want to i would never ever in my life ever just fast forward between the fight scenes of an action or kung fu movie i've never done that because you have to watch the film but it's freaking awesome man i ha ah, it's so good it's so so good and the okay. other stuff doesn't matter great okay well uh that's great but you still lost dave um so Let's do our one-word reviews then. It's the one-word review, one-word review, one-word review from us to you. Except for Carl, who says, oh, that's fucking quality. Andy, let's start with your one-word one review. Tripe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting hungry now. Uh, Dave, what's your one-word review? Winning. <laughs> and Kyle, what's your one-word review? Three, uh, three or four words. Uh, I thought it would be better. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be six words. I thought it would no, be no, better. Yeah. Many... Yeah. yeah, great. Okay. And then um, Shafi, you got you're not getting away with this one. What's yours? Um, can I use two words? And it's yeah, blunt, blunt weapon. <laughs> so okay, great. So, yeah, so our, our next uh, film choice is going to be from a very special guest. You guys probably already know him uh, and love him. Um, we all love him and know him. Uh, he's very kindly agreed to be on our show. I know he's a very busy guy. Um, he is from the Action for Everyone podcast, um, which was previously the Adkins Undisputed podcast, which he'll probably listen to this episode and want to murder us all but we gonna we're gonna have the legendary man himself michael scott and mike has left a message for us to tell us what film he's chosen hello everybody this is mike scott with the action for everyone podcast and i am super stoked to be joining the boys on who dropped the popcorn and for my pick we are going to be talking about big g the king of monsters gojira Godzilla himself as we take on Hideaki Anno's 2016 Shin Godzilla. Cannot wait to dive into this movie. Awesome stuff, man. Can't wait. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's the popcorn post back. Tweet us if you're feeling glad. Success or fail. Send it in an email. Popcorn post back. Leave a like so we can brag. Maybe read it out on air. The popcorn post back. Some feedback we've had. This is from Will. This is talking about the sound of. Sorry, we've been a while since we've done this, so we're going back a few episodes now. But... <laughs> this is talking about Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, but, uh, this to, is talking about sound do, of metal. We have to do this because Kyle spent a week doing the jingle, so we have to. Yeah. Do this. <laughs> Great podcast last week. Love sound of metal. Watch it when it came on Prime. You get, you guys did it justice. Thumbs up. Geeks. Cheers, Freud. Will. You geeks are a bunch of dicks. And then he also did, uh, <laughs> this is talking about, what well, is a justice episode, Will said, great pod, love the accents and you talking about the restaurants. Please can I request more of this from the gang? So he wants more accents and talking about the restaurant. 
All right, mate. All right. Looking forward to the Aussie episode. We had a comment on YouTube from Martin Johansson about the. That sounds like a Nordic name. And he was talking about the Riders of Justice episode. He said, funny review. Thanks. If you like Riders of Justice and Mads Mikkelsen, you might also like the other films by Anders Thomas Jensen, Adam's Apples, Men and Chicken and Flickering Lights. Um, so this, this is uh, talking about the um, Easter Condors episode now. So this is from Andy Gorham, who we've already mentioned tonight. Awesome. As a lifelong fan and super into Hong Kong action, it's nice to hear others' perspective. And then uh, Matthew Aseri, I haven't finished this episode yet, but it's always fascinating to me to step out of my own nerd bubble and hear how normal people react to classic Hong Kong action movies. This is very much worth a listen if you're into action, if you are an action film lover. Great job at Chef One. And then in brackets, <laughs> awesome. I've, I've written and Kyle and Dave and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure we did. Fuck all those in it. Fuck all those in and then our friend of the show, Lindsay, has put just finished the Who Popcorn Sound of Metal episode and wonderful as always. Thank you, Lindsay. Cheers, ah. Lindsay. You're a fucking legend. So nice. Oh, I can't get over it. Cool. Don't deserve Lindsay. We just uh, uploaded the Turkey Shoot episode. Um, so uh, hopefully we'll get some uh, good feedback on that one because I, th- I, I, when I, when I put into it, I think it's probably one of my favorite. Uh, probably it's my favorite episode that we've done. I think you know. Cool, right? So it's time to finish now. So I'll lead us home as such. <laughs> this looks like oh, you're getting emotional. No, <laughs> it's just the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Literally it's thought you were about to burst into tears. <laughs> I thought you were about to burst into tears. Have you guys got anything to say? Before? I'm just. I'm so tired that my eyes are like almost closed. <laughs> Have you guys got anything to say before I, I read this out? Yeah, d- bad choice, Dave. Bad choice. Yeah, uh, yeah, excuse me. Uh, Every other fucker in the world loves this song, so do you three dickheads. So whatever. Fucking great show. Right. Um, okay, so yes. Kyle, would you like to send us home? Yeah. Please get in touch with us. Please send in any questions, comments, praise, hate mail, or one-word reviews to the popcorn post bag. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just so fucking tired, mate. Honestly, I miss you guys so much. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry for doing a poo in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm so that tired. escalated quickly. What if me and Jeffy are crying? They just shit themselves. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shut the fuck up. I'm gonna meet you all. You cunt. <laughs> muted, muted, muted. Get in touch with us. Please send any questions, comments, praise, hate mail, or one word reviews to the popcorn post bag at who draw the popcorn at gmail. <laughs> or like, follow, harass us on Twitter at who popcorn or on Instagram at who drop the popcorn. You can also leave a review on your podcast app and please remember to like and subscribe. You've been listening to Who Drop the Popcorn. We really appreciate it. I see you soon. They're all giving me jip. And you viewers, you can't see them because I've muted them all, but they're all <laughs> using the medium of dance to <laughs> express their <laughs> opinions. <laughs> what? Dave, that's racist, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>